welcome to, if you're listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. I'm Heather. You didn't like my howdy? Oh, no. I'm just really amazed at you're still coming up with different ways to annoy you with to the annoy intro? me with the intro uh-huh. yes exactly exactly that was a bit more subtle uh, yeah, more subtle than the episode where you spoke in french <laughs> yeah that was a classic one. <laughs> god oh god uh, this is my only time in the episode when i can be happy because oh, right you start playing music that i hate pretty soon, <laughs> soon into the episode that is yeah, that's gonna happen real quick today i think mm. i don't know um we have a guest with us today you just heard him yeah this is thomas nasif from bad timing records i guess i should qualify that with yeah yes record label um (laughs) yes hello i'm here hi um see i don't know i thomas and i were texting about this earlier i'm not sure if you're gonna hate this i don't know where i honestly i don't know i don't know where you're gonna land on this one i liked i liked this choice of album because you could be anywhere on the spectrum for it i think based on uh past episodes that i have listened to right um it's it's like a mystery yeah you'll either like it or you'll make fun of it like ruthlessly yeah so it really could go either way just since you are involved in a record label Mm -hmm. i've never had to like walk this bridge before are you in any way financially invested in this album no this this band uh and it's and the album that we're going to discuss all made more money than anything i'll ever do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh same <laughs> uh, i don't know anything about them but probably true of me as well <laughs> um so yeah today we're gonna do gaslight anthem heard of them um 59 sound the 59 sound just realizing also i downloaded the wrong episode the wrong album but i'm gonna fix that while we're talking the 59 sound yes mm-hmm. is that like a location what is that that is um like it makes me think of like a a, a dock like it Long is Island like sound uh, right i think it's it's like the reference to like not just music from that time period 1959 but oh yes that makes more sense you, heather yeah. didn't didn't pronounce the apostrophe the 50 so, yeah. the apostrophe 50 yeah sorry sorry <laughs> now i hear it <laughs> yeah i was not quite precise enough <laughs> is um, that sound in this album because that is something i would like not 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 fully but hmm. it, it's there there's there's shades of it all right there's and, shades of nostalgia in this album for sure yeah. <laughs> the whole album is is uh, one big nostalgia kick um pretty obsessed with the past overall yes all right so these are uh i assume gaslight anthem is a band made up of people whose first album came out in 1959 and yes. this is yes. sort of them yep. reclaiming their yep. past they're getting back to their original sound right so they took off about 40 years and this is yeah. their second album okay yes. yep. probably one of their kids is in there because somebody died right <laughs> Well, it's it, not a death, but the same way uh, for Bruce Springsteen, where um, Max Weinberg's son will hop in on drums. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that's how that's how this works too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you already say what year this came out? This came out in two thousand eight. Yes, and it's a topical one, uh, even though it came oh, yes. out ten years ago. Um, Heather and I were talking about this, but Gaslight just announced. Um, they're playing this album in full at Governor's Ball. Mm. So if you like it, you can experience the whole thing live in at June a, on an island on an island in New York City. <laughs> Pressure. Uh, I'm, I, we'll we'll see. I bet they're going to do a tour of it too. I think so too. That's why I will not. But I bet they that. cannot announce it till after Gov Ball. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, but I won't go. Like you could not pay me to go stand on Governor's Island in June. I have gone to Governor's Island. Well, to Gov Ball once, and it was because I got a pass from work, which also meant I had free beer and private bathrooms and shade to stand in. Yeah, that, those are the exact specifications of, uh, that yeah. are required: yeah. free attendance, free beer, and shade. Um, I, I don't know though. The lineup this year is actually pretty good. And I like, I mean, if Gaslight Anthem and Menzingers are playing on the same day, I might have to go. You could pull a day pass. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm still not paying for it. There's no way. <laughs> I will scam my way in. Just, yeah, email somebody. I'm sure you could do it. And yeah. you you loved that Menzinger's record. Did on, I? On the podcast that I listened to. You, yeah. I, that, you as liked far as, it I think okay? I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a pretty glowing review for me. Yeah. Well, yeah uh, you didn't hate it. Yeah. There was not like audible vomit happening. That's, yeah, that's a definite plus. Call them Mikey and Greggy. I got to, oh, Mikey and Greggy. Yeah. My friends. Your boys. Greggy. Yeah. Greggy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the one with with the boobs on the album cover. Yes, correct. Yes, correct. Correct. Uh, I only remember that because I had to upload the album art yeah. for the website. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. What, what other? Con- okay, so this is the second album. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to give Ramsey more context in general because, and I think you probably have to give me more context, honestly, because I came to this album very late. I was not listening to this album in two thousand eight, which actually is shocking because Gaslight Anthem lyrics are something that like. I should immediately love like that's like very visual mm. like do they name a lot of places you love that yes they do that <laughs> a is, lot of geographical references it's actually a requirement when you're a band from New Jersey exactly uh, yeah so but the thing with that like people fucking love Gaslight Anthem I like them very much but like there is like another level of fandom with this band that I am not on um, like brand new level not the- quite that bad <laughs> it, it could have it could have gotten to that point if they had kind of stayed the course of what they were doing for a while. Yeah. They kind of um, this like I, I, I'm a person who loved the Gaslight Anthem yeah. more so when I was a little younger, um, and they kind of kind of strayed off course the past couple albums. Mm. Yeah, right. So yeah, I think I came into this album probably after an album or two after this. I don't know what got me into this, but yeah, I'm curious like for you getting into some because Thomas, you're younger than I am. I don't know by how much, but so I feel like that also probably plays into it a little because 2008, like I was already out of college. Mm. Uh, is that true? This was, I think one, that's true. This Pretty is close, one yeah. of the first <laughs> albums I can remember purchasing to play in my car. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Like if it, I, if I was 16 when this album came out, hell yes. 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 So I was just shy of 18 when it came out. Yeah. Um, and so it was like that late summer, it came out August 2008. So it was like kind of late summer. Yes. Thing, and this was guess the anthem, uh, First album, two thousand six, um, was more more punk rock, straightforward, right? Okay, but still had kind of these shades of you'll hear. There's a lot of Bruce Springsteen in this band. Yeah, well, um, I mean, he is the boss, and they are his employees. I assume. <laughs> yes, we all are. Yes, um, is this the breakout album? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Very much. So. And I think you're gonna you, you Ramsey are gonna have Hi. trouble with the fact this isn't an emo album, really. Right. But it's it's we've talked about this on a different episode. It's like the roots for this being like uh, in this scene is that either past in the scene right. they came out of where it's like, this isn't an emo album, but if someone was like, I would kind of lump them in with this whole group. Like they're not like genre wise, an emo band. And this album is not even a punk album really, but no. it's just like where they came from. I accepted if like their first album started there. Sure. And then this, yeah, it, it is an evolved sound. It's not like they just like, were like peace completely, I would say, yeah, but the, the first album was more straightforward punk and there were shades of Springsteen and like, they were punk enough to go on tour with actual punk bands. And mm-hmm. then this comes out and they still are kind of small enough to play clubs, the same size as all those emo bands yeah. and go on tour with those size bands. And I remember the first time I saw them, they were opening a really big <clears throat> amphitheater show for rise against, which was a weird pairing, but that is kind uh, of weird. It was, it was like, it was gas anthem, alkaline trio and rise against in an amphitheater theater very very odd bill um all right but they were still kind of in that world and this album catapulted them to the point where they were playing like on festival stages to fifty thousand people um they do vans do they do vans warped tour 
Oh, uh, yeah. Probably, definitely. yeah. Al- almost definitely. That's yeah. in their past, yeah. That's all I can drop. I'm sorry. Yeah. I guess did they do Coachella? When you said did they do vans, I was like, yeah, they probably toured in a van at some point. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. They probably owned a van. No, they were logical. Yeah. <laughs> you worked way up to that bandwagon. Yeah, That's exactly. True. Uh, yeah, I guess, um, I guess last time I saw them was uh, the last Skate and Surf. And even mm-hmm. that's like decent size festival. Stage. And they were, it's not huge, but. They, but they were like a headliner on that thing. Yeah, they were the, like, Sunday night closer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like a restaurant. Skate sun- and surf. Skate and surf? Yeah. Yeah. The very shitty Asbury Park uh, boardwalk restaurant. That's what yep. that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Ramsey. Show me that album, Mark. All right. Ooh. Oh, wait. Let me go. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to knock over all the cr- beautiful oh. Christmas trees on your table. Speaking of... A 59 sound. This cover has a 59 look. Sure does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a little stereo logo up in the corner. Uh, Just like this podcast recorded in stereo. That's, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. We bought special cables. We really did. <laughs> uh, our iTunes reviews don't mention that enough. <laughs> or uh, at all, frankly. <laughs> uh, I like the font choice. Uh, these guys look real tough, though. I'm a little scared of them. <laughs> that guy in the fedora. <laughs> uh guy in the trucker hat looks like he'd be nice but uh got this guy in like deep v in a greaser jacket so yeah. brian fallon jimmy's brother yeah i think so jimmy fallon's brother that's correct yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is uh bruce springsteen's son is that actually true no oh <laughs> but honestly after you hear this you might question it again okay i will that would be weird if i yeah you were like insist you on sure? it <laughs> what, what do you think this album's gonna sound like if you were judging the book by its cover um Oh, that's a great question. I get more uh, what the, the idea that they're going for here visually than I do auditorily. Is that a word? Sure. Uh, uh, audioly. Audioly. That's yeah. the name of a shitty new startup. <laughs> am, I, am I allowed to curse on this? Uh, yes. yes. Okay. Uh, like, I, I can tell that they're going for an old-timey record cover with kind of a twist of the modern. <laughs> think you nailed it beautiful uh, beautiful but uh i don't feel like i have a good sense of what they're gonna sound like mostly because of how different their outfits are <laughs> you got that's actually a great point johnny trucker and the the fawns with <laughs> a chin strap <laughs> uh mikey fedora <laughs> and david two shirts uh i think he's got a hat on is that also another fedora i can't tell the guy on the right no that's just his hair uh this band loves facial hair Yes. They're, they're not overly beardy. They're not like they're not. He's not like too gruff of a guy, but he he's got he's got like slightly more than a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, like just you know, he probably wasn't at home to shave this morning. Is right. the vibe he's got? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just remembered I didn't shave all weekend, so I'm not one to throw stones <laughs> at the gaslight anthem. Um, but you, but this is this is a look that you have to work to keep up. Uh, if you, yeah. if yes. you want to look like that at all times, and you almost are shaving every day, you're just doing a different type of shave. You got to get that Norelco beard trimmer, put it at a two. There you go. Make it make it work for you. This is a Gillette-friendly podcast. I apologize. Oh, 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 oh. It's, it's sponsored by Gillette. Yeah. I think, I think you described Actually, it. Actually, does Gillette own Norelco? I don't know the difference. I'm going to be really honest. <laughs> Me either. Okay. Uh, they're both fine products. And if either one would like to actually sponsor us, we'll happily take them aboard. Uh, yes, please. Um, I think the way that you described that, though, is, is pretty accurate. Um, just in terms of like the album matches the spirit of the record in terms of the nostalgia yeah. thing. Mm. And still going for a modern twist like... Uh, 
as an 18 year old listening to this i grew up on on bruce springsteen still my favorite artist and it was very cool to hear like relatively young people playing a type of music in this type of way that was actually like i could tell at least moderately cool for young people today you could recognize the shades of the other thing you liked in it yeah that's cool yeah and and as you'll hear on the album like it's not shy about being like disciples of springsteen or about any other kind of rock popular rock star. I feel like we should take a temperature check. Uh, Ramsey, what are your feelings on Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, this is important. Uh, so I've never done a real deep dive. Okay. But uh, I think I've listened to all of Born to Run. Okay. I, I would say like. Okay, great. But mm-hmm. my familiarity is limited to... Because this would have been great if you are like, I fucking hate Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast would go off the rails. <laughs> I know enough to say like Born to Run and like the singles. Cool. Yeah. I don't think I'd like the river, but people love the river. Um, it's 20 songs long. Like, no, there's, there's, no one is judging you if you have never made it through. I've never even attempted it. So yeah. it's right. really going on just like he did it in his basement. That's all I know about it. It's a marathon day album. Um, are we ready to get into this? I am ready to get into this. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. This isn't 20 songs long, is it? No. No, it's 12 songs long. 12 songs, 41 minutes. 40 ish, yeah. Doable. Put the needle on the record. I did. Mm-hmm. We're playing this on a record for our listeners. If you actually play this on a record oh. table, uh, oh. it's, Double. It's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Do they leave that in? I actually wonder. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, that's 100% for Springsteen. <laughs> What's this song called? Waited to ask until I was literally mid-swallow. Uh, great expectations. To be fair, I was looking at the waveform. Yeah, that's Garage fair. Band. <laughs> Garage bands. As an English teacher, do you appreciate the song title? Can I hear it again? Great Expectations. Oh, I haven't read it. <laughs> I like this. I'm nodding my head back and forth yeah. in a rhythmic way. There's also, like, this is this is for your future information, about as raspy as his voice ever actually gets. Yeah. I think I'm okay with rasp when there is a melody to go along with it. Yeah. It's when somebody's just scream shouting the whole time that I have trouble. I will say, I had an initial aversion to Gaslight Anthem because I did not love Brian Fallon's voice at first. Um, I don't remember what the first thing someone played me was, but I eventually got there with it. It's, it's, I don't know. It took me a minute with it. It's because it's not the default type of vocals I like. The whole thing delivered as a package just fits, correct? Yeah. I also think I didn't start with this album, and if I had started with this album, I would have liked it more, because this is definitely my favorite Gaslight album. It's very much a uh, generic-sounding Windows-down driving yeah. rock record. Yeah, and when you said that, I was like, yeah, if I if that is where I had first listened to this album, I would have been like, yep, duh, duh, because that's my favorite way to listen to an album. I, I don't know how accurate this is, but it reminds me if you were to speed up a Walkman record, the, hmm. like the, the tempo, and okay. it sound a bit like this. At times throughout this album, it does, this record, listening to it now this morning for the first time in a while, it sounded kind of sped up because the melodies, they just kind of sound like they should be played a little slower. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I agree. Which I kind of love, yeah. like, as a thing. I don't know. As a general, like, take on this type of music, if you're going to take something like that that's, like, a little bit inspired by soul and blues at least a little bit, right. speeding it up to be a, a punk band, they, they do it pretty well. I do agree. Um, yeah, and I... I 
re-listened to this album recently. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is that the first time Bells have been on this podcast? Um, they were Jingle Bells. <laughs> oh, Jingle Bells, yeah. In the format, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I was listening to it after the GovBall announcement because I was... A, I was shocked that it's been 10 years for this album. But uh, yeah, I was immediately like, oh, yeah, this album is a lot like faster and like more hype than I remember it being. Uh, hype's a weird word to use to describe <laughs> it, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> One of my main problems with some of the punk music we've listened to is that they don't have enough song to stretch the entire length of it. Sure. Mm. Like they have a verse and then a chorus and then a really long bass solo, for example. <laughs> oh, no. So I appreciate that these songs are like so Oh, these are full fast. songs, yeah. too. And like... We can go as fast as we want. We can go faster than we you think it should go. Yeah. We have so much to fill. Don't worry. If, any, if anything, he has like too many words. Too many songs. words. Yeah, yeah. These songs are wordy. Yeah. Which is a thing I like. Like that's um I mean it's not the same as the Menzingers, but like that is like their songs are also fairly wordy, I would say. They cram a good amount of lyrics into those songs, and I, that's like that's something I like very much. So like, um both I think songwriters, uh, and and both songwriters in the Menzingers and Brian Fallon, yeah. they ha- they have not only just like references to stuff in yes. the Menziger is not as much as this album like there's already been like six references yeah. I'm sure uh, in, th- in this one but uh, they he has, he has a lot to say yeah it's true uh, this song is the 59 sound is the title I track. might have heard this one before possible it's uh, it, I didn't really think about it but you, what you're saying about the lyrics kind of reminds me of like the shins in a way in the way it's kind of like they do yeah and, and it's also changing my life uh, oh. Like the shits. Fuck off. Sorry. <laughs> I promise the, the actual salient point was important. Yeah, 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 the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't just trying to shoe in my Garden State reference your, of the day. Your quota Garden State reference. Yep. <laughs> but I could see standing on a cliff yelling into the abyss. Uh, to this? To this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually can. <laughs> Pretty into that idea. That's Heather's, that's Heather's plane tomorrow. Yeah. No, I have to Ooh. Yeah. This guitar sounded angry. I would actually rather stand on a cliff than my plans tomorrow. That's fine. <laughs> I have to fly to Vegas. Do you want to say... Okay. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Sounds terrible. The, the way that they did that guitar thing just there, I think that is um, something that happens every once in a while on the album where like they would like to play louder and faster uh, the whole time, and then every once in a while they just kind of raise the volume on one thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that, though. It's like a very restrained thing on this album. So you're telling me that there's like... Uh, professional bell players here the whole time, but they just got They're their just, moment to shine in the first track. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just in the I, yeah, I, I feel like this album was literally written to be played in a car. Yeah, one hundred percent. Also, listening to it now, uh, a little bit older, it is much more melodic than I ever gave it credit for as a teen. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh yeah. There's a lot of the, compared to some of the three note garbage yells that I've heard on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Where, do you know where they're from in Jersey? Um, no, but we can find out. Mm. Ocean I mean, City. I would just default assume Asbury Park, of course. I kind of... But I don't know that that's true. The Trump Casino. Oh, yikes. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's where they were born. East Orange. <laughs> New Brunswick. Oh, okay. That's heard of it. Vibrant Ooh. punk scene. Genres. Punk rock, Heartland rock. Heartland rock is oh. the Wikipedia code word for... Sounds like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Time Life CD compilation. Yes. It's like, you know those... You used to see compilations go on commercial, and they yeah. would scroll by all the song mm-hmm. titles, and the ones in yellow were the ones that were playing? All too well. Yes. There are certain songs that 
when I hear part of it, I expect the next 30-second snippet to kick right back in. Oh, yeah. Pure okay. moods. <laughs> oh, God. Is this Old White Lincoln? Yes. This I song, love this song. This song has an absurd number of references. It's about a car, not a president. Correct? Yeah, okay. that would be my guess. I like to imagine this song being about old Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I, I, he's white. He's an old white yes, dude. He's yeah. an old uh, white Lincoln, yes. Yeah. Um, Dead white Lincoln. <laughs> too soon. This is definitely one of my favorite songs on this album. So, when you're saying references, because I I mean, I, I obviously heard some of the references because I've listened to this album, but I have never gone super deep on most of these lyrics. Is it mostly like... Simpsons literary? References. Yeah, it's actually exclusively <laughs> Simpsons yeah. references. Um, is it mostly uh, literary? Or what? What is the deal? It's almost entirely like Great Expectations, named after sure, a novel, sure. right? <clears throat> but almost entirely lifted from albums that influenced Brian Fallon as oh, a okay. younger person. So this song alone references Bob Dylan, Tom Waits, Yuck. and another Tom Waits reference. Yuck. In the same song. Oh, <laughs> uh, hate this band. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you hate Tom Waits exclusively because of his awful Ralph the dog Muppet from the Muppet Show voice. Oh my I can't God. get past it. Sorry. Right. I mean, that's fair, but I actually would have, if someone was like, Heather, what are Ramsey's thoughts on Tom Waits? I'd be like, I don't know. Could go either way. Hey, Tom Waits <laughs> I mean, a song about a carnival. I'm not a Tom Waits fan, so I, that's that fine. Was spot on. That was Thank actually, I was confused and special, thought Tom Waits walked in. Special guest Tom Waits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Second Tom Waits reference. Uh, I, I can't tell where we're at in the song. Um, Corner Boys Told Her I Was Dying to Meet Her is a Jersey Girl by Tom Waits reference. I Got No Time for the Corner Boys Down in the Street Making All That Noise. It's another... Um, Tom Waits reference? Same, same Tom, Tom Waits, yes. So this is a cover. <laughs> so there are, there are definitely parts of this album where he not only lifts like, songs or lyrics wholesale from other songs, but he'll do that like four lines in a row. That is crazy. That's like, just stealing. <laughs> it's it's like one step removed from plagiarism. If you take things from here, here, and here, and you make something new, I guess. I, don't I know. guess. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Beatles did. I can't sure. them. <laughs> this is also there's also an uh, an Elvis reference in here somewhere too. Hmm. <clears throat> ain't nothing but a stupid hound dog. I also, another thing because I, I was listening to this this morning and I. It's just because I listen to these albums so much, but uh, th- another thing that I was realizing I really like about Brian Fallon lyrics, though, are I feel like they're highly visual. Like the the lyric in this song that I love is the high top sneakers and your sailor tattoos yeah. one. Like I really do love like very specifically visual lyrics that you're like, oh, got it, you know. Like yeah. another thing they share in common with the Menzingers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, God, what was that the sound of? Oh, something was being it was the, off. It was the car turning off. It was the engine. Oh, it was the old white Lincoln's engine with the tape player I sound. The name of it. Yeah, uh, this is called High Lonesome. There's a shit ton of references in this song too. <laughs> high is in like hello or high is in high is in uh, a kite. like high up. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Canton Crows? I'm familiar with. Oh, them. I listened to August and Everything after last night. Weirdly. Well, there's a direct reference on this song from that album. Shut the fuck up! Whoa, <laughs> sorry everyone. <laughs> that was like uh, several alley-oops in a row. Is my favorite Counting Crows song "Big Yellow Taxi" on that album? <laughs> I'm gonna, nope. I'm gonna murder you, Ramsey. <laughs> is that from the Sh- the Shrek soundtrack? Is that correct? I don't know. Where <laughs> that's from. It's from the radio. Yeah. Accidentally in love. Is it? Oh my god! 
directly from the uh, title or first song on August and Everything After Around Here. That, that, <laughs> that line. I'm, I'm literally speechless right now that I never noticed that that album. Like, wouldn't that be like four years ago at this point? When that, or not now, but when that album came out, Counting Crows album. No, that 1991. Yeah, Around Here is old. Um, yeah, August and Everything After is their first oh, album. Oh, this is 2008. Yeah. 2008. Okay. Um, I know how time works. I'm sorry. It's really, okay. I really did listen to August and Everything After last night when I was uh, packing. Uh, I had not listened to it in a long time, but I feel like at some point I will need to do that album on this podcast, even mm-hmm. though it is not punk what? or emo. I, that is probably one of the most played albums for me in high school, which I feel like is kind of weird. But Brian Fallon referencing it, I feel a little validated now. Yeah, there's. I, I feel like uh, Counting Crows, generally speaking, are like an under under-referenced band as influences on a, a lot of music genre. that we listen it's true. to. Yeah. Like, like, I've heard Kevin Devine cover Counting mm-hmm. Crows and, like, other people as well. It's just, I feel like it's a low-key band that people in the scene were like, yeah, Counting so Crows. Mr. Jones? Is that the same yeah. band yeah. we're talking about here? And that's, that's the same the album. album. Yeah. I'm confused, but... Yeah, we're gonna do it. Right. Oh, we're definitely gonna do it now. I mean, it, it is music I avoided in high school, so it does yes. fit under our umbrella. Rainy in Baltimore? I can't. Oh, I can't. Such a good album. Near perfect album, and that's another li- album, like lyrics album though. Oh, like yeah. that's another super dense lyrical band. That guy actually had too much to say. So like, uh, yeah, yeah, those, too much. those songs are overflowing, and it's a very sad album. Oh, so sad. Oh, so good. Is that the guy with dreads? Yeah, yeah. I've you got to ignore his dumb hair. I've seen a tattoo of that guy. <laughs> Someone had a tattoo of him on their body. That's right, on their bicep. Yikes! Well, it's a move, man. It's a statement. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd get anyone's face tattooed on Not me. Not Brian Fallon from this album cover? We've actually <laughs> talked about you getting my face tattooed on you. I did, I did say I would get it. Ramsey drew a picture of himself, and I said I would tattoo it on me if he paid for it. <laughs> I don't know if that offer still stands, but I'm still willing to pay I, for it. I have, a, I have a section of my body that's um, dumb joke tattoo, so it can go right there next to the balloon emoji. I don't know how I feel about being on the dumb joke tattoo part of your body. <laughs> It's the, fr- the first slow song. Yeah. Slowing it down. Film noir is the name of this. I like that genre of film. I do also like that genre of film. I'm, I'm trying to think, does this remind me of that? A little. Yeah. It's rainy. It's black and white. It's a lady in a hat. She's covering her eyes. Carmen, At least one eye. Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, I'm actually describing Carmen <laughs> Sandiego. <laughs> 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 I'm not even kidding. That's kind of what I was picturing. <laughs> Do you listen to comedy Bang Bang? I do. Uh, Chief, the Chief character. We love Chief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. All right. Hello, gumshoes. I mean, let's be- gumshoes. That's what I was looking for in my head. <laughs> let's be clear. This podcast is a direct ripoff of <laughs> Analyze Fish and You Talking You Two to Me. Oh, accurate. <laughs> I, I uh, recently binged through You Talking You Two to Me for the first time. Oh, oh, it's so good. I'm so jealous that it's the first time you listen to it. Anyways. <laughs> Like, I wish I could have that. I feel like I feel that way about uh, also uh, West Wing. Like, I wish I could rewatch it for the first time. Mm. And Friday Night Lights. I feel that way about that show as well. One of the only TV shows that's ever made me fully cry. Oh, yeah. That show's emotionally Which manipulative. One? West Wing? Friday Night Lights. Oh. That's fair. Yeah. But... It- I think it's a Chuck Klosterman quote about that show, which is you could pay, play explosions with this guy at the right time while he was painting a wall and he'd start crying. So, like, you know. That's fair. Yeah. I think there's, That's like, a bastardization of that quote, but it's something like that. Is there, like, a low-key thing where Explosions in the Sky is not the band who wrote the song for that theme music? Ooh. It might not be the... I don't know yeah. exactly, but, but yeah. It's, it's like a direct rip-off of an yeah. explosion. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they scored the movie. Right. We're not going to do that band on the show. That would be, be real so stretch. boring. That- <laughs> That would be like an hour and a half long podcast, and y'all wouldn't be talking that much. No, just be. 
you would actually get sued for playing an album it's, on a podcast. It's <laughs> the entire album, exactly. This reminds me of Wolf Parade. Thomas and I both just stared at Ramsey. Wow. Okay. okay, here's the thing. I know that's a band. First the podcast. Band? <laughs> I'm just like kind of out on bands with Wolf in their name. Can't keep them straight. They're all indie rock bullshit. I don't know the difference. As, as far as my radar goes, this was the first that I knew of. I want to say they were around in 2005 or six. Sure. That they first showed up at the college radio station. Sure. That worked. I assume Wolf bands are exclusively played at college radio stations. I believe that's probably accurate. Yeah, right? Um, I have nothing further to say on this matter. Okay. <laughs> the counselor. That was, that was concluded. Uh, the defense rests. <laughs> this is probably the song on this album. If I were to skip one, I'd probably skip this one most often. I agree. It's fine. Like, there are moments on it, this yeah. song that I like, but just kind of a snooze it's got a swingy melody it's like a dive yeah. bar slow dance i was gonna start snapping my fingers a okay dive bar thing. slow dance That's i, what I love that description oh, <laughs> i used to describe songs in on the internet yeah, yeah that's fair you used to literally have to do that <laughs> as a job <laughs> yeah oh you didn't see I that feel like that guitar you? started to like hey what about me i'm doing a thing over here <laughs> Is this, this? Oh, go ahead. There's like kind of shades on that song of what Brian Fallon would do later on. Um, his side project called Horrible Crows was it's almost exclusively like slower nighty time music. I hate it. Oh, I love that. I don't like it. So someone tried to make me get into that. Uh, my friend Nikki and I do. I can't. I can't get into it. In college, I had a cat and I named her after that album. Oh. What's the album? Elsie. That's a good album name. And cat, cat name. name. That's what I meant to say. Uh, I think it's a, it's a fine album name, I guess. This next song is called Miles Davis and the Cool. Oh. Miles Davis gets referenced a surprising amount on a punk record. Yeah. Is that a Billy Madison reference? <laughs> if Peony Pants is cool, consider me Miles <laughs> Davis. Oh, my God. I don't know. This is what I bring to the show. <laughs> Adam Sandler? Correct. All right. That's fine. Saxophone? Is that the big man? No, that is definitely a bass. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's totally a bass. <laughs> it's just a twangy one. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> I wish it was a sex. Is that now. the big man? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was that's a more apt reference for uh, deceased band members' blood lineage joining a band. Oh, oh did Clarence's Clarence son? Clemens' nephew is nephew. a current touring member of the East Street Band. I didn't know that. He has a he has a big hair. Is he good? Can yeah, he, I mean, yes. blow the horn. Yeah, he. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he sure does. He sure can. I uh, have tried the past few times to see Bruce Springsteen live because I feel like that's an experience yeah, I want to do. To do, yeah, I can. Uh, keep I keep swing, striking out the, every chance I get. He's currently doing an extended run on Broadway. The tickets are expensive. And that's that's not the venue I want to see him in. I want to see the like concert four hour experience. You want to see him right. exclusively at the Stone Pony. No, uh, that'll never you'll Also fuck that venue. Okay. Is that in Jersey? Yes, I hate that venue. You can't go to the bathroom when a show is happening. It makes me really mad. Oh, that's not gonna happen for my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fifty nine sound is uh, the song is about um, a New Jersey musician who died uh, in a car crash on the way home from a show at the Stone Pony. Hmm. Probably, they're Trivia. probably rushing home to pee. Oh, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Don't, Sorry. 
That's pretty recent. <laughs> Don't air your agenda. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions on venues. Something you have one. On, no, on. I have more, but that's my opinion <laughs> on that venue. It's it's actually it's. Are you the George Costanza of con- uh, concert venues? What is? I don't know what that means. He's big, big into uh, public restrooms. It's not even that. Uh, Stone Pony, hard to see at. Uh, Thomas does not have this problem. I can see from nearly anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas is literally the height of me if I stood on my own shoulders. I can see the band playing at the Stone Pony right now. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Who's there? (laughs) It's Bruce. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Let's go. Um, No, it's like a really short venue, but long and wide. And so, I don't know, bad sight lines, and the bathroom is exclusively on one side. It's really hard to get to uh, if a show is happening. You almost have to park it by the bathroom, which is the worst place to stand. Yeah, no one was th- you're just going to yeah. get hit all night. So yeah, it's yeah, a bad setup. There was a comedy venue in New York, the Rafifi, where the bathroom was directly to the right of the stage. So if you mm-hmm. had to use the bathroom, you had to walk in front like of the Like on the, the Marvelous every- Mrs. Maisel? Yes, yeah. uh, except more intrusive than that one because it's a very small room, yeah. but pretty close to that. Yeah. I have not yet seen that show. Is it good? I like it. I like it. You've watched Gilmore Girls. You would like it. It is a. Uh, it's Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's cute. It's not the best show in the world, but it's cute. Mm-hmm. Seconded. Back to this song. <laughs> oh wait, I was about to say this in a completely other direction. What? Which was uh, I saw that you guys did Suicide Machines on a recent one. Yes, we, we did. did. And here's a here's a loop for you. Uh, in the ska genre, Less Than Jake, I don't know if, how big of a fan Heather might be. I currently own a Less Than Jake shirt that I bought at Fest recently. Less Than Jake is the only ska band I like. Okay. I'm furrowing my brow. This does not match with I got a tattoo at the tattoo shop in Gainesville owned by one of the dudes from Less Than Jake also. Oh, yeah. Um, Wonderland tattoo. Yeah. 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 Less Than you... Jake is the only ska band I like. I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't explain okay. it. All right. Well, I worked for Paper and Plastic for a while, so uh-huh. I worked for Less Than Jake for a while. Oh, yeah. And their album, Anthem, has a single... In which uh, Rory Gilmore from Gilmore Girls is the star of the music video. Oh, so that is I how we that. can get everybody into ska. I mean, you already like it. I, yeah. Is Rory the mom or the daughter? Daughter. daughter. Yeah. From um, Mad Men. That's all yes. I know. I yeah. haven't seen Gilmore Girls, but I do know that. Um, yeah, that Less Than Jake set at Fest recent, like, I guess it wasn't this past year, two years ago, mm-hmm. was so fun that I bought a Less Than Jake shirt. It, in 2016 or whatever fuck year it was. It's, I love it. Great shirt. It's really a pop punk band with horns. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what's the name of this one? Guys, know the baby? No. No? The Patient Ferris Wheel. Patient Ferris Wheel. This song is both, like, I hate this part. The laugh about it part makes me so mad. And then this is my favorite part on the album. It's so weird. And you mentioned a place, New Jersey. And, and it was visual about standing in the rain. It's, I don't know, but I hate the laugh about it thing. Why? Oh, I don't know. It really, ugh. It is very much like the gruff bassist who can't really sing has to go like, oh, laugh about it. Yeah. Like that's, 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 like that's the tone that he can consistently hit on shows. Yeah. In shows. During uh, shows. Not to bring up a problematic band while we're listening to one that has yet to be. Oh, um, but that's it's kind view. of, that's where we're at. It's 2018. Um... It's like that friggin' fish lyric on the most recent brand new album. The, I hate that part of that song. It makes me so mad. They reference the worst part of fish? No, no, not the band. Oh, okay. It's about fish being at the bottom of the sea. What's the best part about fish? <laughs> that they're at the bottom? Yeah. yeah they're away from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're creepy. Have you ever looked at a fish? I hate, oh, hate I, it. It's very Tom Waitsy. But then this is so good. There are so wait, there are so many different types of fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some 
just look yeah. at the top. You're right. That's true. Yeah, and some of them are look perfectly normal and fine. Like it's fish the deep standards. sea fish that are real fucked up. Yeah, yeah. The, that's, that's the, the one you gotta watch out for. The deeper you get, the more into like you're, there's actual Star Wars stuff happening down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we have a, we have an office fish. To pre- the prequels. <laughs> I, I, I was right there with you. Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Really, really there's terrible. always a bigger fish. Qui Gon Jinn taught, taught us that. <laughs> I'm gonna drink this entire bottle of whiskey next to me. Oh God! Every time you actually say like something from the prequels like that, you really remember how bad the prequels are. Yeah, they're pretty bad. It immediately starts with the Jedi's as tax collectors. I'm turning this into a prequel podcast. No, my nightmare. <laughs> he doesn't. You don't just like the music enough for us to to be too tuned in. That is true. Uh, this has been a pretty good ride so far. Yeah. Do we want to immediately sidetrack this and do a double a double feature with a Four Year Strong album, which <laughs> I'm, with, which I'm sure you will just buy. Not like, not like. We we can could. I vote? Can I vote? No. Oh, we should do it. Double feature. Yeah, I will say that um, they're running. To, the songs are running together a little bit. Yeah, it's a little samey. Yeah, I think though, like, I think if you sat down with it, it won it. Um, it is like it is. To me, this is a front to back album. Yeah, like I don't necessarily go in and listen to an individual track off this album like I do with some other albums. If I'm putting this album on, I'm listening to the whole thing. So I do agree, like it runs together, but. I do find distinctive differences and things I like about different songs, I would say. It's a very swingy drum beat. Yeah, it is. Oh, this song's called Casanova Baby. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think musically it runs together more. Uh, when I am listening to it, um, we're talking about like how dense it is lyrically. That's yeah. what that's what kind of keeps it from running together for me. That's but true. It, it, you have to be several listens deep to already like get right. to that Yeah. Point. Yeah, I'm not... This is not the ideal way for somebody to absorb a, an album, I think. You mean while talking through it on a talking podcast? Talking about the prequels or yep. uh, fish? All of that, yeah. Yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> so, I'll give you that. Probably if I was like really keyed in, I'd be able to... Yeah. On this song, he gets so bored of referencing... So this this song <laughs> has uh, references to Sam Cooke, Gary U.S. Bonds, and Wilson Pickett back-to-back in like uh, four lines in a row. Wow. <laughs> uh, and then he actually references one of his own songs. At, at one point, <laughs> yes, self plagiarism. Yes. Well, some ba- like yeah, other bands do that too, I guess. Right. That's that's. I feel like that's a relatively common thing. Yeah. Yeah. In Gaslight songs, much like in Springsteen songs, he often calls women Maria. And yes. And on their first album, um, there's a lyric that's like something like, uh, "Call every girl I ever met Maria, only love Virginia's heart." And Virginia is like this code word for um, his wife or oh. his ex-wife for the most part. Oh. Rather than um, maybe her name is Virginia, maybe probably not. Yeah. But uh, there's a that it, that's the reference in the song. I didn't know that was a Springsteen thing. Call everybody Maria. I don't. I don't think. I don't know if, if Springsteen invented that. But it's definitely a thing. Are you good? <laughs> no, I'm spilling beer on myself. Um, even uh, referencing back, Counting Crows do that as well. Yeah. Uh, is that just like a rock and roll thing? Is I don't everybody, know. Is everybody Maria? Stephen Sondheim did it in West Side Story. True. I don't know. I kind of like... rock and roll as it gets? Yeah. I kind of like... Oh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> I do kind of... I like, I like that as a thing. Yeah. Like... It's an archetype, I guess. Is yeah. that what it's called? An archetype? Is that yeah. the right word for that? Yeah, I think so. It's a trope. Yeah, trope. I like it. I feel like I'm, I'm being led into a secret code by being told this. I've never heard this or Oh, yeah. This. It's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. Um... I was... Have you guys seen Baby Driver? Sure have. Yeah. We've definitely already talked about this on the podcast, but that's is fine. It, is that now a problematic movie? Because I love it. 
Um, yeah, I mean, no, Kevin Spacey's just... I, I, think, can, I think it was off the air, actually. So you're good. Maybe. It doesn't matter. But uh, I just saw it recently uh, on Friday. And... See, I, I don't think it's... You're fine. Whatever. Okay. Um, but... The th- I was talking after the movie because you know ha- he's, she's talking about like songs that have her name and mm-hmm. there aren't any good ones. Um, yeah, Maria's they got a lot. Yeah, they yeah, have so lot. many. Uh, the only one I think that the only song I know that has Heather is a Guided by Voices song. It's all right. Heather. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a, that's too hard. That's Paul a hard McCartney's one. got one. Uh, <gasps> it's not very good. Ugh, fuck, I don't want to listen to it then. There's a Paul McCartney reference on this album. Tell me more. Yeah, tell him more. I think I'm sure we passed it. Uh, <laughs> Um, this song's called Even Cowgirls Get the Blues. Oh, it's another slow Ooh, one. I don't yeah. like that title. I don't love this song either, to be honest, I think. It's weird. I, I, I think, like like you're saying, where the songs blend in, they tried to just do the thing where it's like, let's throw a slow one fast, in fast, at slow. like four and ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that just like serves as an actual kind of lull. Yeah. Right. I don't, is- okay, I don't not like this song. It's just kind of whatever. Yeah. This is where I go get a beer during this album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. During the set, yeah. Be real quick. Get a beer. Go back to where your friends are standing. No, I meant specifically what I put on this album. Oh, at home. You're I not at a show. The, yep. Okay, I understand. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, Ramsey just only listens to music at home. Yeah. All right. Differences in our lives. And then <laughs> they'd go make a t-shirt for the band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you seen this band play uh, multiple times? Or just, um, just once? I think there's no way I've only seen them once. I think I there's have. There's no way you've seen only any band only, only once. once. That's that's a yeah. That's a great point. Um, that would be accidental. Yeah. 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 I just accidentally stumbled into a band I don't like. Show or um, <laughs> Jim Morrison died before you could see the Doors a second time. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I'm 57. In case people didn't know. Yeah. Um, you did background vocals on the Gaslight Anthem's first album. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The um, now sound. <laughs> Oh, God. They had a hard time naming that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I have only seen them once because I wasn't super into them, but I feel like that's insane. I feel like I would have seen them with someone else or something. I don't know. But it's not a band that you can just like easily like catch yeah. on an accident or anything. Like, yeah, that's true. Because they'll do they'll, this band. We can talk about this. This is actually related to the album. Uh, this, this album really kind of blew up, and then they were playing a festival in London where they were joined on stage by Bruce Springsteen. Whoa. And after that, it was like, that was yeah. it. That was yeah. it for like them being a club band for the most part. Um, they were, I don't know if he was actually on the cover of Rolling Stone, but yeah. it was a kind of a point in time where everybody was claiming the Gaslight Anthem are like these saviors of rock and roll. Yeah. It's like, he's the next Springsteen. Um, they also got a lot of bad fans after that point, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it, this is, that's, that's, I think that's the point where the band splits one of two ways and they were on a major label for the next for the next several right, album releases. This album was on side one, right? Yeah. Yeah. This album came out on, 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 a, on a punk label, yeah. Side one dummy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ramsey's learning I'm things. learning things. Like memorable. We've already, record I labels. forget what album we've already done that was on side one, but we've done another album that was. I think actually. Well, we did Pub, but uh, I think we did an older one as well. Drive Through. That's another album label. Congratulations. Yay. Yes, you did it. If you named another one, I'd be really proud right now. Do you now. remember how I was introduced? Not, not that my... Not that my <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the one I was trying to pull. <laughs> Monkey Typewriter. What is it? <laughs> Monkey Typewriter Records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where it's from. Not a bad name. What's the name of here? Monkey Typewriter Records sounds pretty good. Yeah. Bad timing. Mine, mine is called Bad Timing. I got the time, and I mm. think it turned into type. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. 
We've definitely also listened to bands who have been on Victory Records. It's probably another yeah. one. Oh, wait, Hollywood Records was one that we <laughs> Yeah, we did do a Hollywood Records. That's two Bruce Springsteen song names in a row. <laughs> and they just, and he made a lyric out of it. Well, uh, what was the line? It was uh, something, 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 No Surrender, My Bobby Jean. Those are two songs from uh, Born in the USA. Yeah. Parentheses, 1985. So, uh, <laughs> I assume it didn't take long for Springsteen to hear, like, for this to get back to him. Right. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's son, I don't know if you know this, but yes. Bruce Springsteen's son uh, likes a lot of ska and um, kind of like modern rock, like this kind of huh. stuff. Yeah, I think I did know that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if Bruce Springsteen's son heard this album and started laughing and showed it to his dad. <laughs> Fair. What's, what's the son's name? Mm. Steve? Steve Springsteen? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like his name's Frank, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, this track, by the way, is called uh, Meet Me by the River's Edge. Well, that sounds like a Springsteen song. <laughs> yeah. Wait, mm. is, that, is that track seven on Born to Run? Uh, pretty much. You're going to have to tell me. I'm looking at Bruce Springsteen's son's name. <laughs> this shong- song should be called <laughs> Track 7 on Born to Run, pretty much. <laughs> Sam? Sam Springsteen. I like that. That's yeah. a good name. Oh, you gotta be, ca- you gotta be ca- careful Sam. with the alliteration. Sammy Springsteen. Excuse me, my name is Heather Hines. <laughs> <laughs> my sister is also alliterated. What's your sister's name? Hillary. Oh, Hillary Hines. And our name's Rhyme. Hillary Ray and Heather Shea. Oh, Ooh, wow. I, I don't think I knew that one. Yeah, it's a thing. I mean, she has a different last name now because she married a person, but that's fine. Ooh, a person? <laughs> Good for her. He, he is a person. <laughs> when I when I googled Bruce Springsteen's son, every single headline here is news from 2014. They all say Bruce Springsteen's son Sam become becomes firefighter. Oh, <laughs> like good a for lot, him. a yeah. lot of publications wrote about this. <laughs> huh. Good, good for him. It feels like the kind of job a uh, offspring of Springsteen would be doing real yeah. there's another son too evan james springsteen <laughs> there are two sons ejs ah oh, yes ejs he's not a firefighter no he starts fires <laughs> he's the fire starter he's the fire starter oh he's my age huh. do you think he wants to be friends i feel like bruce is bruce is a uh, older than my dad yeah how old is bruce springsteen he's pretty old 60 65-ish <laughs> my friend heather is right in front of me, but my friend Angela. <laughs> I was like, where's this going? Saw Bruce Springsteen turn, I want to say 68 on stage. Huh. So I said 65, that's wrong. Hey Siri, how old is Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> Sounds off. He's 68. <laughs> okay. Man, he's like, I, I feel like people say this a lot, but he's a good looking 68. He, yeah. I would, very yeah. fit. Very fit. Good for, good for him. Still can rock the no sleeves. This is probably my favorite song on the album. I really? Like it feels yeah. like a soaring huh. gaslight anthem. I, <laughs> I threw the word gaslight in there because I feel, felt like if I'm going to use the word anthem, I probably should. I, I meant to look up like what that uh, band name comes from, and I forgot. I was going to ask. I'm glad I didn't. Oh, yeah, I, I would have embarrassed us all. I um, wonder if that's a, a reference of some sort. I have the Wikipedia page up. Let's see like if it, it tells probably me. probably is. It's like you can gaslight someone. <laughs> this is another slow song, but it's a good one. <laughs> oh, God. This feels like a 50s school dance. Hmm. As opposed to a dive bar. Slow track. Um, this is called Here's Looking at You, Kid. That's a reference. Mm-hmm. Um... 
Okay, so Brian Fallon was in a bunch of bands prior to the Gaslight Anthem. There has to be. There's there's going to be one interview from like 2006, <laughs> and it's a it's a local newspaper journalist. And yeah. The first question they ask is, Oh, it so actually like, doesn't how say did why. You get your band. Right? Yeah, exactly. And Wikipedia isn't telling me. Mm. Secret. Yeah. It's just saying they had to change their name at some point because they changed direction. Okay, cool. Thanks, Thanks. Wikipedia, for nothing. I'm still never going to donate money to you. Quit asking. Never. But really, that is a thing that I would pay to keep alive. If they were like, if you don't give me $2, we're shutting down. Yeah. I would give the $2 a month. Somebody tweeted something where it was like, I just paid four pounds. It was a British person. I paid four pounds. (laughs) It wasn't a, a pretentious American? Correct. Okay, just it checking. It wasn't four pounds of dollars? <laughs> it might have been. Mm. To have a hamburger delivered to me, but every time Wikipedia asks me for money, I laugh in their face. A service <laughs> I use every day. That's a great point. It's just... A service whose name is attached to like at least a third of my Google searches. Yep. Yeah. Term, term, wiki. All right. Now I feel guilty. Now I feel like I have to go donate to Wikipedia. This podcast is brought to you by the Wikipedia Foundation. That'd be a poor use of their donation money. <laughs> <laughs> and Wikipedia. Yeah. That's a Star Wars thing, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's the ultimate Star Wars wiki. Mm, wait, is it real? Wikipedia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was oh. a thing you were making up. Well, I was like really surprised that you knew that. No, I just <laughs> I knew that, I knew that a wookie was I a thing in Star Wars. Two people at this table have spent some time on Wikipedia. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, I've seen Star Wars. Which one? <laughs> um, Four. Five and six. Ramsey Ooh, is literally holding us. Yeah. I made Heather watch Ramsey. all of them. Wow. <laughs> that was the early version of this podcast. Yeah, kind of, because I had never seen Star Wars and I drunk at a party. I tried to tell Ramsey that I, it's fine. I got it. I know what happens. And he disagreed. And did you, did you, did you not enjoy them enough to go watch the new ones in theaters? No, mm. I did not. It's, they're fine. I get it. You, you and Watching Zach. it as like a 30-year-old human for the first time was like not really maybe the way to go. You're like that guy that you're... Sister married. <laughs> a, a human. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So cool. You have that in common. <laughs> yeah, we do. Zach watched watched them for the first time, I don't know, a couple years ago. Yeah. But he had the same reaction where it was just like, this feels like super old now. The, and that's the thing. I think like if I had watched it as a kid, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But it, it is kind of the original version of this podcast where I have to yeah. be like, no, I listened to it when I was 15. Um, but I Except I'm not apologetic at all. <laughs> it's great. And you're wrong. <laughs> Well, and I don't know how I didn't watch. My dad loves Star Wars. I don't know what how I somehow missed that. I like that last song. That, that, yeah, it's a good one. The, this one is the last song. This one feels like it's, it's gonna called, be a tougher sell. It's called the back seat. More cars. The this song, uh, the way he says he says the back seat a lot, and that that is an innate reference to Springsteen's Backstreets on Born to Run. Oh. What was what was the meeting song title? The what? The meeting. Me, what was it? Meet me by the river's edge. Oh yeah, yeah. meet me by the river's edge. It's a uh, meeting. I, I meeting thought you literally a, meant like a meeting, and I was like, none are about meetings. <laughs> <laughs> meet me at conference room. Yeah, three. exactly. I was like, none. <laughs> Heather's new punk band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me. I'm not going upstairs to conference room five. I'm only staying on this floor. <laughs> the Springsteen song is called "Meeting Across the River." Oh, okay. All right. So this is a Bruce Springsteen cover band. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, I mean, yeah. They definitely have covered Bruce Springsteen live. Yeah, but it's like, what's the point? Like, what, you gotta, why? Just, yeah, just cover Tom Petty is at least one step removed. Yeah, and they have done that also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> surely. 
Wikipedia told me something about it when I was trying to figure out their name. <laughs> they did they did an iTunes sessions where they released like there's a couple covers on there. I think uh, I don't know if Tom Petty's on there. Oh, they that could do informative. A, I would like that. They could do a great American Girl. Ugh, oh yes. Yeah. Let's see. See if I can pull it up. Everything's not against me. Do a Tom Petty cover. And I liked that very much as well. Gainesville Brethren against mm-hmm. me and Tom mm-hmm. Petty. Oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I felt random session. at the time, but now I'm realizing that makes a lot more sense. Oh, Refugee. It is Tom Petty. There's Tom Petty on there. Ugh, love that. And Bob O'Reilly. They oh. covered that song as All well. All right. Huh. huh. <laughs> <laughs> this feels a little Arcade Fire-ish, but that's in this because they also ripped off Bruce Springsteen. Sure. This, I will say, I feel like a lot of the albums we listen to have like a song that feels like a closer. Yeah. This doesn't. No? It feels like the rest. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like... This feels like... <sighs> definitive. I've said this before about songs on this show. This feels like the guy running back to the girl. Oh, definitely. To tell her... Yes. I do agree with that. It was you all along. Yeah. I think overall the album is like... It's very nostalgic and obsessed with the past. And there's like... Every time it looks toward the future, it's very bleak. Hmm. Uh, so I think I kind of agree with that. It, clo- it closes on like this this tone of wanting to stay where you're at right now. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Also, right, this fair. part of the song does, to me, make it feel like the closer. Just kind of... He starts yeah. to do the same okay, thing Okay, you're over. right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Now apologize to both of us. <laughs> I will not apologize to you, Ramsey. <laughs> Fine. I will apologize to Thomas exclusively. Okay. Thomas, I'm sorry, you're right. This does sound like a closer. Accept it. <laughs> You were half the bigger man. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I like this. Oh my god, we're making this, such progress maybe here. Maybe this is my favorite song on the album. It's, it's good. I feel like I feel like we did not challenge. Like I feel like this was relatively up your alley. I think I think we had a suspicion. Yeah. To start yeah. With. Yeah. I think I think my wavering on whether or not I thought you would like it is because I didn't know how you felt about Bruce Springsteen. That's fair. <laughs> like, what if you had brought in a Tom Waits inspired one? Oh god! What would that even sound like? What's a modern Tom Waits sound? I don't know. Is that? <laughs> are there any bands that even list Tom Waits as like the? In- I don't know. Uh, There's definitely bands that list Tom Waits as an influence, and they're probably all pretentious liars. That's my guess. Yeah, they heard. They heard like. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. That's not true. People like Tom Waits. I just can't. I can't. I can't get into it. It's the barrier to entry is too high for me on that. Yeah, and there's a lot to dig to. Like, I mean, Springsteen yeah, has, oh, a, has, has a lot of albums, but there, you can find at least one that is accessible for every type of right. Yeah, yeah, totally true. It's over. That's it. Wait, I want to see if like the record hits the click click. No. No. <laughs> Missed opportunity, Gaslight Anthem. Oh, I yeah. can't believe, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't believe that that sound is not a Actually, yeah, that's a really great point. <laughs> they should have asked me. <laughs> yeah, they definitely should have. Yeah, but you also, you don't love sound effects on albums. But that is appropriate because it is an album. Yeah, because yeah, your thing, but your thing also has previously been, what are they trying to say with this? And I think we know what they're trying to say on this with, the it, record with it being a re- Yeah, but also, this, like, yes. old. It's yes. placing you. Old-timey. It's like, placing you in a in thing. In a period, in a, in a thing. Exactly. Right. Hashtag, so, like, here, hashtag mood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Instagram filter, mood, but mood. only the white version. I don't like the blue-purple version. Whoa. Whoa. Mm. It's too bright. Heather. Mm. Heather Hines is on record saying only the white version. <laughs> 
Wow. And of that, a type. <laughs> that w- didn't help. Nope. Go on. There was a an airplane landing at some point, right? Did I hear that? Or am I thinking of a different album that we did yesterday? <laughs> it was a different album we did yesterday. Oh, that's, that's on the new front. Is that? It was the no. format. <laughs> Wait, but is there not? Oh, uh, Newfound Glory cover song has an airplane. Was, oh, probably. There was a car driving by. In the format. In the format. Mm-hmm. I feel, maybe I'm okay. Which format album did you do? Interventions and Lullabies. Oh, uh, I would have, I would have only, I would have served it for Dog Problems. I mean, I love Dog Problems. Don't get me wrong, but we, we I never mind. I don't know. What I was I'm, thinking it was on this. I could be wrong, but it was not on this. But listeners, no if it was on this, let me know, <laughs> and I'll get that sweet apology from Heather that she owes me. <laughs> Rate and review. Write it in the review. Like and subscribe. Five star for us to review to make sure there was a plain sound in this do it anyway episode. even if i'm wrong there was a car engine <laughs> yeah remember it was like the tape noise a car yep i do remember that okay on white dead lincoln yeah exactly that's that song white um dead. <laughs> <laughs> close enough um ramsey yes what are your thoughts on this album uh i on the whole enjoyed this album great uh, um <laughs> it feels like the a type of thing that I would listen to in pieces, which I know is different from what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe that's just because right now, like I was saying, it, it sounded a lot of, uh, kind of same. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I would want bite-sized pieces of Gaslight Anthem. Yeah. But once I got into it and started like soaking up some lyrics, maybe that would change. And mm. on, on future albums, they kind of pretty purposefully go uh, opposite from the Bruce Springsteen yeah. thing to avoid the repeated comparison, but they also, at the same time, kind of stray into, like, Pearl Jam and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so depending on how you feel about that sort of thing, like, future albums are a little less punk tempo and a little more, like, guitar heavy. Okay. Yeah, I do I do wonder... <clears throat> I no, I feel like... I do feel... I feel like Ramsey would like this album more than, like, handwritten or something because of the, like, nostalgia that's elements other, of this. That's really the other Guest Anthem album that I return to extremely often. Yeah, I love that album as well. Could Would it be possible for you to play me a little bit of something from their first album where they were punkier? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I just remembered that and then now having a hard time thinking of them as punky. Yeah, let me... But they are leaning real hard into Bruce Springsteen. When, when you pointed out, like, oh, that's just two Bruce Springsteen song titles. Yeah. Just back to back, and now it's, an, it's, now it's a lyric. Um, oh, here we go. Um, do you what have a, tr- yeah, a track off of this one that you would suggest? Hmm. Maybe we do either We Came to Dance or 1930. It's track four or five. All right. Or, or track one. I went mm, with We is, Came to Dance. Mm, I think I was thinking about a different song when I said that. I can skip. There you go. Here we go. Oh, okay. A little faster. Yeah, this is more aggressive. Yeah. But it it still has the same, like, tonal sound to it. Like, it do, does still sound like Gaslight Anthem yeah. to me. They never made, like, a thrashy guitar song. Yeah. Or anything like that. Like, it's definitely a different emotion. Yeah. Give me mercy a minute now. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay. It's still him. Yeah, that that definitely feels like more in the middle of yeah, yeah. I mean, the the progression makes sense. Yes. Um. Uh. So yeah, I would say, on the whole, mm-hmm. like, not love, like. All right. I mean, I feel like that's still a win for this podcast. Is, so 
that is a as enthusiastic review as I've given. Not true. With, with a few exceptions. Yeah, there's like two exceptions. Yeah. But yeah, yes. I was going to ask because I have not listened to every episode of the albums you've done. Can you remember which are the like, handful that you really enjoyed? There is exactly one album that I said I would listen to again, mm-hmm. and that is the format. Yeah. Oh wow. Is, are they the format or are they the format? Format. Yeah. Yeah. So format. Uh, <laughs> God. I can't let him have it. Yeah, you like that one. Uh, you said you would listen to individual tracks again off of Jimmy World Bleed American. Correct. Um, That's a front to back for me. Oh, God, so good. Not Clarity. He hates Clarity. Um, I'm not offended by that. Uh, I do- oh, wow. Hot take. Hot <laughs> take over here. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, I like the more recent stuff we've done. Uh, some of Pup, most of Menzingers. You did not like Pup. Pup? Did I not like any of Pup? No. I like the couch was on fire. You liked the cover of oh, Pup. You did the new Pup? Yeah. See, there yeah. are there are songs on that, though, that's like not every single song on that Pup album is just 100 miles per hour. Yeah, there are yeah. at least some some spots where they kind of pick. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you kind of like some Menzinger songs. Mm-hmm. Um, the Menzingers are my favorite band. Yeah, they're an incredible band. They're uh, actually a perfect band. Yeah. They're incredible. I love them so much. What about yeah. the E Street Gang? The East Street Gang. <laughs> oh God! This is, this is. Please don't punch me. Please don't punch me. But I mean, that's like a different type of music. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally different. Um, yeah, Menzingers are a perfect band. Um, yeah, great, great. I feel like you know this is in the. Uh, God, that was not me yelling. Oh, that oh. was Ramsey hitting a button. I'll fix that later. Um, yeah, this is definitely in the in the top five for you. I'd say of this podcast thus far. I think that's accurate. All right. Nice. Well done. All right. Did it. And I have a new friend that I can talk about Star Wars episodes one, two, and three at least. As with. long as it's not me. You know, we could, we, we could, if you wanted to record another episode, we could just do a prequels episode. Let's no. Banned. <laughs> Vetoed. If you put the mics on and you watch Phantom Menace with Heather, that would be a, a nightmare, but it, it would true, be a, a really, nightmare. really great long podcast. <sighs> I, I don't know what would happen in the second half of that episode. It would be the sound of Heather snoring. Yes. Because <laughs> I do clearly still have a cult. Heather, Heather, wake up. Those are robots. And they're <laughs> shooting guns. Nope, I'm still out. Heather, wake up. That man got cut in half and he's falling down an infinite hole. Oh, no. I hate even this visualization. Heather, hey. that's the voice of Peter Serafinowicz. Hey, Ramsey. Hey. Where can we find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at <laughs> Ramsey ESS on uh, Twitter. Heather, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Heather Shea, S H A E. How about you, Thomas? At Thomas Nassif, N-A-S-S-I-F-F. thing I learned today, Thomas's last name doesn't have a T in it. I don't know what the fuck is wrong yeah, with that's me. Yeah, that's weird. Never have, <laughs> never has. I wonder if it's spelled right in my phone. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be a fun check. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, great. Give us a review on iTunes. Yeah, we'll talk about it on this podcast. At iTunes.com. I, iTunes. I think that's how you do if it, you right? t- If you type that in, you will not find this podcast. <laughs> that not. would be incredible promotion, though. <laughs> oh, get on it, Apple. <laughs> great. Um, all right. Bye. <laughs>